0: Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matty Peveril joined as always by my co-host Marky D, Marky
1: Davison. Hey, going, mate? Mate, I'm a bit, bit fired up. You fired up? Why are you yeah. fired up? Because apparently the Bengals have already won the game in Week One. That's did you hear, about, did you, you hear about? Did you hear about that? Preseason had started. Uh, everything I'm talking about with uh, Steelers versus Bengals and everything I go into on Facebook, Land, Twitter, all those things, right? The Bengals fans think they've already won 1-0. and And I reckon this is going to be Bills 2.0 and we're going to win. Just, yeah. just oh, saying.
0: 100%. Just saying.
1: Yeah, well, it's like I think Jeff said it,
0: you know, for the Bills last year. I think he said it recently along one of the Let's Rides or what have you. Um, around the Steelers have got, like, months to game plan for this, right? I mean, think about that. Uh, You know, it's not like... (laughs) There are teams in this league that have had foals as their starting quarterback and Blake Bortles. And we've got, like, Mitch Trubisky that's led a team to the playoffs, had, like, 50 starts. You've got Kenny Pickett who, you know, did quite a bit at college and we're hoping that... Probably most of us are hoping he's not starting. Like, I have no issues with believing the Steelers can win this game. And also... They're pros and they're competitors. Like, if you think you've lost the game this far out from the season, what is it, like four months or whatever it is, then you shouldn't yeah. be playing professional yeah, no, football.
1: Knows. No, I'm just saying there's a lot of fans I've had interactions with on on the Twitter and the Facebook land and stuff like that and YouTube, and they just can't believe that we have a chance that we will win. They The Bengals already think that they've won this game. And I'm like, do you remember Bills 2.0 or two, last year and we beat the Bills? It's the exact same scenario, and I can't wait. I cannot wait for week one. Just saying.
0: That's it. That's it. And so the big news, I think, really, of the week so far, we'd be remiss not to cover it. Obviously, in the last 24 hours, Omar Khan has been appointed as the Steelers general manager, um, someone they've promoted from within, someone I've been keen on. I think the knock on him at times is, you know, does he have the player Development side, he's more of the numbers guy. Although, I mean, look at what LA did. They kind of said stuff them picks and they won the Super Bowl and they managed their money, right? So like, you know, I hope they don't take that approach and I don't think they will judging by Omar Khan's early comments, um, you know, about how the Steelers will approach things like contracts and player personnel and building through the draft. It also sees Brandon Hunt leave the Steelers and apparently he'll be signing with the Eagles um, as part of one of their sort of assistant GM or pro pro scouting roles, we've had Andy Weidel brought in from the Eagles' assistant general manager, Sheldon White, director of pro scouting. He's the dad of Cody White, the wide receiver. Yeah, so maybe White, White number reviewed last week's so not staying, and then Dan Colbert's been promoted to director of college scouting. So um, I don't, I think we'll still see players drafted from you know Texas A and M and Maryland and you know. You know, all these other places that the Steelers, you know, draft guys from. Um, but what are your reactions, Mark? Because there's a lot of vitriol. People like wanted to bring in all these high profile candidates, and some people want a branded hunt more from the player side. What are your, how do you
1: feel about this appointment? We are a very successful team. We have not lost the Super Bowl like zero and three Bungles. I'm picking on them today. I really am because it's a lead up. We're, we're this is the, the pre, pre, pre lead up to the Bengals week one. But no, I'm very happy. I'm very happy with uh, Omar Khan. He's been with there 20 years. Like I didn't know too much about the bloke from the last few years. You guys talk about all the numbers, what he does. And he's, he's, he's be- But he's been with the organization for 20-odd years, mate. Like It's a promotional step. He's been working towards that goal to get there. He was good enough for the job. Now he's got the job. Let's go out and win. The next step for me is really a playoff victory. We have to go out there, and yeah. everyone's counting us out this year, and we have to go out there and get a playoff victory. That is the next step. I will be really gutted if we make it this year and we lose. Because then then I'm then I'll go into freak out mode. You see me in freak out mode as a super fan. That's not a good time. Because this is like, how do you have this team that we have on the defense we're talking about today? And a new offense, new era with no big Ben. Uh can you pick it or you're probably Mitchell, Mitchell, uh Mitchberg at QB One. Whole new you know, uh era. It's Bisky uh, business. It's like, Bisky
0: business. It's not Mitchburg.
1: <laughs> I'm just like Something has to, like I, you have to go out there and win. It's just the point where you can't lose five in a row. Then we're in really rocky terms. But I think this season, we are the biggest underdog I have seen in a long time. Like a long time. And in my opinion, the team got better. Got much better in the offseason with all the the, oh, the, the free hell. agents and, and the draft. And um, I think yeah, Big Ben held us back a little bit last year or two years. So I'm happy for the bloke 100%. I'm so happy for him. And the other fellas coming in, and now maybe Cody White will be receiver number one because his dad's there. I don't
0: know about that. I like Andy White, although I think that's gonna be really important. I think Dan Colbert as well from the development that they've had with him. I also think you know it allows us to you know keep Kevin Colbert on as an advisor. The other thing that struck me about it, and the final thing I'll say on it is, you know. The thing that struck me about it that was awesome was the fact that Omar Khan was there for Dan Rooney, you know, and and knows that like sort of prestige and that history um, with the Steelers as well. So I think that's really important, um, you know, and that they've not obviously not wanted to, you know, go too far away from the from the house kind of thing, you know, they've kept within a shot, you know, in terms of people that are know that culture and know that history. So I think that's really important. The other thing I wanted to say, and I'm wearing the salute to service, is Happy Memorial Day weekend to all of them, all the Americans um, on this show. You know, Mark and I live in Australia, obviously, so um, we have we celebrate this sort of um, type of occasion at different times of the year. Um, but America and Australia are great allies in all things, so I think um, you know we're very thankful as well for that, for that partnership. And you know, there are a lot of people that you know from different allied countries have sacrificed their lives at times for our freedoms. <clears throat>
1: Tell you what, uh, speaking of freedom, I went over there, did like the the American tour in 2019. I think I told the story before. Went from like New York to Philadelphia to Washington to Gettysburg, Gettysburg to Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh to Niagara Falls, right? And we took it a lot of history, man. My my, uh, you yeah, would
0: in that route, like I've done Philadelphia yeah. and you know and Gettysburg and stuff like that, and Liberty. Bell what's the and-,
1: uh, and one of the most moving things I ever saw was the um, the, what's the, the the tomb? I can't remember. Oh, I can't know what it's called now.
0: The Tomb of the Unknown Soldier.
1: Yeah, that we have that the-
0: here too. You know the War Memorial. Really, year, you got that too. Haven't you ever been oh, the wow. one at the War Memorial here?
1: Oh, uh, when I was in, when I was in kindergarten, mate. When I was like, you know, the six one years from old. here away. I mean, it's very hard to compare those two things, but the one here is pretty good. <laughs> I tell you what I like about it though is the guy does twenty-two steps either way, and if he can't stuff up, like he yeah. has to do it. They do it in shifts. They do it rain, hail, or shine. And he goes up there in 22. And in the back of your mind, you'd be thinking, don't stuff up, don't stuff up. But he doesn't. <laughs> He's just like, like you know, I guess it is so militant. They're just like down the line. And no matter what happens, he has to be there. And they they, they rotate the shifts. So, oh, yeah. It's really good, really good history that I learned over there, too. Oh,
0: it's friggin' awesome. All right.
1: Well, let's get into the
0: show. Um, when you know what it was like last week to get through those plays. Yeah, true. I listened back to the show and, like, <laughs> there was this moment and I remembered it. I'm thinking, oh, we're cracking through the list, and then there's like 25 wide receivers, so um, yeah. you know, we've got <laughs> you know about 40 minutes here, 35 minutes to get through a few players. Um, as per last week, we will start uh, with in alphabetical order is how we do this. Um, so Mark, I'm going to kick it off. As everyone knows, it's star solid mm-hmm. scrap metal. Um, we can go pretty quick fire, but obviously, you know, I love a bit of debate on some of these. The first one on our on our list is Luston Jane.
1: <laughs> oh, right. Um, oh, boy, it's going to be hard in this cornerback room. Probably scrap, I'd say. What do you reckon?
0: I think he's scrapped too.
1: I think he's scrapped
0: that another team could mold, but he's a guy that they drafted. Six, he's six foot two. Um, out of Michigan State, plays more man. They've never been able to convert him across, you know, to play in the more zone heavy Steelers defense. Yeah, to me, he's scrap metal. And I I think you cut, um, I think he's on the cut or the scrap heap. Maybe keep him on the practice squad, but I think another team would pick him up. Um, bye bye, Justin Lane. Uh, there, we'll move on to Arthur Moore out of Memphis.
1: What do you think of Arthur Molette?
0: I'm interested Wait, actually. Obviously. How are you
1: doing this alphabetical order? You started with it's alphabetical
0: order by position.
1: Group. Uh, okay. I was like, what are you doing? Because otherwise it's going to be back and forth everywhere. <laughs> and it, it's nice to do it in context <clears throat> with the position. Okay. Arthur Millett. Uh I think he's going to be solid because they gave him what a two year deal. So they have to have some faith in him, right? Would he not be yeah. a solid player this year? Maybe the third or fourth, maybe kind of guy. He actually played 30, I think 35% of snaps last year that I didn't realize. He was on the field quite a lot. Yeah, and he, and he did stuff like – I think he was a lot more
0: versatile in the secondary than what I think we thought. I thought, we, you know, when we Seals got him, I think a lot of people assumed he'd be like a very cheap Mike Hilton kind of player, mm-hmm. and he did a bit more mm-hmm. than that in their defense. So I think he's solid, but I also think he's solid because he was scrap metal that we molded. Like, I –
1: Yeah, you know, no, if, if, if For me,
0: we drafted a cornerback in the first three rounds or something like that. I wouldn't have an issue with cutting him, but I think he's a very handy and sh- cheap, solid player that can do what you need to do. I agree.
1: Bring him on. All right. How about James Pierre? Well, this is this is one uh, calls for debate as well, isn't it? Will this guy even make the team this year uh, with some of the additions? So, at the I moment, I think I think he's scrap. I, I think I think he could be at the door, and this is. Uh, There could be other blokes that could come in and take his position.
0: I think he's scrap metal. I get that he was six foot two. I get that he, you know, showed a bit of promise at different points. But I just personally, I, I don't think he's going to develop into anything. You know, he was right place, right time for the interception against the Broncos. But he's not. He's been shown to not stack up. And I also people say, oh, you know, because he was injured, didn't run a forty. You know, coming out of college. Um, you know that he's quick and he shows that on tape. I don't, I don't think he's quick. I, I, I don't see it. But anyway, so for me, he's definitely scrap metal and off to the junkyard. Um, bit, bit aggressive this morning. Um, Cameron, Cameron Sutton. What do you think about Cameron Sutton? Is he? I think he, a you solid know what.
1: Player? I, I think he's a solid player. I think he's been solid in the past. It just depends where they're going to play him this year, on the defense. You know. Mm. Is he going to mm-hmm. play a bit outside or will he play the you know the, the slot roll or the nickel or what what I don't know where he'll play exactly, but I think he's been a pretty solid stealer. So I would say give him the benefit of the doubt and say he's solid. Okay.
0: Yeah, um, I think like Sutton's got that sort of ceiling where you could see him encroaching on you know star status, but obviously like I think we thought that last year, and then you saw people that were brought in. Um, you know, in Levi Wallace and the retention of the Keller Witherspoon. So it kind of changes things, and they're the next two guys on the list. So um, from that perspective, you know, I think you're right. I mean, he's a solid player. I think, you know, I think he was drafted in the third round. He's having a solid third round sort of third or fourth round career where you, you know, get a bit of play time. He's quite versatile. They've played him at different safety roles as well, to um, so a little bit more deep safety stuff. And, you know, he's a guy that's, you know, becoming this regular roster um, exactly. Yeah. He's, he's good,
1: star. yeah, he's had a good, uh, good stint so far as, as as a Steelers, and I think he could stick around for another another year or two and see see what happens. Um, yeah. But I haven't seen him play too terrible. It, it, no. de- it depends. It depends how overall the defense plays as well. You can't put it all on one player, but I think in this defense this year, he could be solid.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, look, he's a great number three. If that if that's who he is, right? Like he's you know, and even better in some teams depending on the plays as well. Like if he's number four, if you're using, you know, the safeties, but we'll get to that, you know, later down this list. All right. How about Levi Wallace? Star solid.
1: I actually think it's going to be a, a breath of fresh air. I think it's going to be a star. I just get that feeling. Buffalo, a crazy man out there with their interceptions and in their, their secondary play. They're taught very well in the secondary. So, and some of the highlights I saw, he's just, he attacks the ball when he's he's ready to get after and, and and cause some turnovers and last year we didn't have that we only had i think two uh two plus so we need to get back the mentality of of you know causing the the uh, the pocket to collapse and get those turnovers and he can this year he can
0: I agree I agree um I think he's going to be a star I don't think we're going to look like I you know I, I'm not sure <clears throat> that he's going to get you know more than 5 interceptions or something like that I don't want to predict that sort of stuff but he's going to help this team get back to lockdown stuff um you know and i don't think we've had that really since steven nelson left and i think with what levi Wallace can do in conjunction with the rest of guys like and we'll get to akello with a spoon Witherspoon, with a spoon and the safeties and what have you i think that helps stem the loss of a guy like joe hayden um so yeah i, I think he will fit into that star category at least within the
1: cornerback room but how about akello with a spoon Who's that? Who's that guy? Who's that guy? Wither, uh, Wither. A, with a, no, that's a joke. Do you know that joke, Maddie? That's a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I can't actually finish it because then it'll probably incite something that he didn't do. Okay. Uh, Akila Witherspoon. I was gonna, I'm going to say star as well. Yeah. I, I look- yeah. I, I, I get a feel that these two fellas, one and two, I think are going to help this defense defense out a lot. lot.
0: Akello he's just got to show what he showed down the stretch through 10 to 12. I mean, obviously we want every game, but 10 to 12 games would be like ideal. Um, but you know, if he can get, if he can get three to five interceptions on the season, you know, only let him keep it to under a handful of touchdowns, it's going to be awesome. Um, but I think he's got to watch penalties as well. I think that's something that that's an area of his game that over a, over a full season stretch might be a challenge for him to keep them down. Um all right. Well, how about how about uh, you know, seventh round draft pick who's only twenty? Oh, he's number twenty-one. I going to say he's only twenty-one. I thought he was older than that. Um, but he's twenty-three years old. Trey Norwood, seventh round draft pick from last year. This Swiss Army knife of this defense, the you know really solid player. Um, there. What do you?
1: Where do you think Trey Norwood falls? You know, in his three category you just, ranking. You just gave it away. I think he's solid player. I think he can turn into that. I think he had a good year last year at the very start and was so crazy. I was like, this guy is awesome. He played the Bills game. He made like three big tackles uh, that stopped a first down and then just fell away mid-season and didn't really seem that much. So I think he can be a solid player this year. Definitely going to be a big year too uh, for Trey Norwood. Can't wait.
0: Yeah, I think he's going to be a solid player as well. I also don't want to overhype expectations of him, let him keep developing. I think we got more than what we bargained for last year kind of thing. Mm. Like, you know, it's kind of um, from that perspective. So, you know, it's like if anyone's sport that's, you know, played against, you know, older opposition or has played against, um, you know, going into a, a new league, you know, or what have you and and done better than what's expected. I think that's kind of where he's sitting. So I think we need to temper expectations um, on him, but let him keep developing. And I think, you know, the versatility with him is just incredible. Um, you know, he's actually, I knew that he was only about six foot, but when I looked this up as well, you know, he's 195 pounds. I thought he was a bit smaller than that. Um, that's quite helpful. I think he's got a bit more weight there than what I anticipated. Um, hmm. and as Brian Brown said, like the defense, he's just said in the live chat, the steals have just got to stay healthy. Like that's the, that's a really key part to all of this. Um, all right. Well, the next guy is Carlins Platel, who's a rookie out of South Carolina, um, undrafted. Um, they've got him as defensive back, 205 pounds, six foot one. I don't know much about him, but at that sort of height and weight, you're thinking he's obviously more going to be a secondary player um, in terms of, I should have said, safety rather than a cornerback. I mean, I think we've got to stick to what our categories were last week. Surely this guy's only going to be scrap metal because we don't know yeah. what he's going to <clears>
1: be. I need. I need to plead the fifth on this one. I don't know who this guy is, so I'm going to say scrap. But that's just saying because I don't know who the guy is. But if he if he makes a team and and turns out to be week one, takes on the Bengals and does a trade Norwood against the Bills, bring it on. You know, we need more help. The better we want, We want all these players to succeed. But I don't know who he is, so I'll say scrap. Then we've
0: got it. And the next guy is Chris Steele, and I'm get, we're gonna to have to motor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, no, defensive end. Star
1: because his name. Awesome.
0: I think he's gonna be an absolute solid player. I'm. I'm not being facetious on this. Like I, I literally think this guy's a solid player. Given the opportunity, he's someone that I love through the draft process. He's one of those guys on the list. You know that when I do the war room show, that there's guys that I just never get time to do, but there's <clears> guys <throat> that I mock drafting every time I've got the receipts. Like. This is a guy I really like. I thought the team would pick him up in the sixth to get him undrafted. Um, I think he's tremendous. The guy can tackle. He hits, you, he hits you hard. You know, USC goes up against decent competition. Um, I'm, I'm, I'd am i much rather watch this guy start start or play significant snaps than I would James Pierre. And people can call me crazy. That's just what I think. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, how about Lyndon Stevens? To me, this guy's scrap metal. He's been floating around the roster a couple of years. Yeah, I think he's just a camp body, but that's me.
1: Yeah, he's 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 a practice guy as well. I think he's scrap. Um, I'm not even sure if they can mold him into anything, probably be on the practice squad, see what happens, and then next year or two, cut. Like he's just yeah, thank you, thank you, mate, for your two, or three years. See you later. I don't think he'll make the team. Let's put it that way.
0: All right. What about Tyson? Alu Alu.
1: I reckon he gives okay. I, I, wait, what am I saying? Solid. I was gonna say well, star. But I get confused. Man. Anyway, what is what? Solid. Just, we'll just... say solid player coming back from injury. Yeah. One one year off. Yeah, let's say solid.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I think we <clears throat> it'd be great if he could have the sort of year he had before he got injured. But you know, the guy's thirty five. We need to temper mm. expectations. Um, but if he can do three quarters of that, I think that's that's a star. For that position at that age, and and so exactly, you know, yeah, he's going to be solid, right? Um, all right. Well, how about one of my guys who I think is going to be the steal of the draft class, um, for the Steelers? But Demarvin Leal, uh, what uh, do
1: you I've think a, of him? I got a feeling he's going to be a star, man. I, I was looking at, at the too. rookie the rookie pictures of him. He's a big unit, eh? he's a he's a massive dude. What's his number again? Is he wearing... um 98. I love it. I'll yeah, he's 90. wearing Vince. Mate, mate. He's like
0: 21. We drafted oh, him no. like 89th over he's 84th the perfect overall. Player. He was meant to be a top 10 player, you know, or at the start of the draft process, or at least in the first
1: round. This guy's
0: going to be really good. Mate. He's a
1: perfect player for this defense and to give us a, a refresh and actually, you know, let's go out and thump someone. I think even next year, he might be the talk of the town. So if he has a good rookie year, he can. I I, I see good things for, even just from his working out. It just looks like he's so physical and he wants to be there and he's excited to be a Steeler. I'm saying star, but I would. I'm happy with anything really, even if he fails a little bit. But next year, once he gets involved in the year two, but this defense, anyone like we said, there's a top five, top ten, maybe top five defense. Let's see what happens. I'm, I'm excited to see this guy. Play. But he's the
0: sort of guy. He's the injection of youth and in talent and versatility that helps a. Top ten or top fifteen defense jump five yep. spots to being top ten if you're top fifteen, or or top five if you're top ten. These are the sorts of players that are really important, particularly on a defensive line that struggled last year. When we don't know about to it, um, and yeah, no, we do know that the numbers are given out, Snowman, but they're pretty much uh, uh, from my understanding of what they were saying, they were they could be set. Yes, they can change, but I mean, there's not many other ninety numbers for him to get because we get to Isaiah Loudermilk, who's number ninety two. Mark, what are you thinking about um Isaiah Loudermilk?
1: I reckon also he could be uh he could be a solid player too. You know? Cuz I think he had a, he had a pretty good year last year for 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 the snaps he played and in the defense they were in, they were letting up too many yards in the run, but I got a feeling this could be a, a solid year for Loudermilk as well because this defense line needs to get better and I think they all they all know that. Like you know, you not you tell me that they're sitting around the camp meetings going, oh we're going to do exactly the same thing we did last year was let people run through us? No, they're not doing that. They, they'll be ready mate they'll be ready 110 percent. so i think solid. <laughs> cool. i could be biased <laughs> i don't know i just kept thinking
0: about like trying to come up with milkshake bring you know play, players down in the yard Yeah. Analogies. where does that name
1: come from louder milk is just one of the best names hey eh? that's crazy
0: um i think he's gonna be a solid player i think he's scrap metal that the Steelers have been molding molding for a while but i think he fits in the solid camp um how about henry Mondo? I know, like, you know, Jeffrey
1: Benedict loves Ooh. this guy, but surely this guy's up against it to make the roster. He he really is. And with the other players we just mentioned, it could be the reason why. Because I think he could be a solid player, but it could easily turn into scrap if the other two guys get more reps than him.
0: I'm just going to say, i, don't, I don't I've had a to scroll through. Like, there's a lot of defensive ends, defensive tackles, defensive line <laughs> for the Steelers. This is nuts. All right. I think Henry Mondo is a solid player if you've got him on the roster, as long as he's a depth piece, But yeah, I think for me, I think he's really valuable scrap metal that another team is going you know, to, um, you know, potentially want to pick up if he makes a practice squad. The next guy, there's a lot of debate around. Um, we do have a lot of players to get through. I guess, Mark, you know, I think everyone knows the caveats is if he's in the team, is he not? Is he injured? Is he not? But Stephon to it, is if he plays... Do you think he's a star or do you think he's solid and he's going to have a an, a, a
1: down year off the back of the
0: injury, assuming he comes back?
1: I think he, he can turn into a star, but he may be the first few games be a bit scrappy. But it's just the unknown. It's the, it's the ultimate unknown. We don't know if this guy's going to play or not. So
0: yeah,
1: uh, I hope he does. I hope everything's fine and can, comes back and plays for the defense. Um, I think the reason why he would come back and he is playing is his mate Cameron Hayward's there. They want to finish their career together. Yeah. Yeah. Like they are like best buds, and they he's are also
0: got a bit of money on the contract to incentivize. <laughs> I mean, please.
1: Yeah, I, I reckon he can start this year. You know, I know he's going through a lot of stuff, but he's had time off to get the injury back together. I know, and I, know, I, I, I,
0: everyone's mental health is different, and people take things differently. Um, but I remember someone in our live chat put this through. I think it was early in the season last year, and they were like, "There are a lot of people that don't get paid millions of dollars to mourn." You know, a loss of a family member. It also and, and 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 I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that it was it. it is kind of yeah, I, I thought they made an interesting point about this. That.
1: Could also be a non-story that that Pittsburgh 100 all, all over the world have made this up for what it is for so long now, and the Steelers probably know what they're doing with him. They just like this won't tell us because they're just like, ah, we'll let him, we'll let him chill out. But also, just, if look, he's done some
0: significant knee damage that he wants to come back from. Are you gonna telegraph that to the entire league? Hey, Stefan Jewett's oh. left knee is stuffed. Oh, <laughs> <the> right, <laughs> name, right, But like, you're just gonna have guys like going and slam him there, like, or, or chop block him and st- like, like I just any anyway. Um, let's move on to Daniel Archie who you've you know, you know, it's a good, a it's had a good name laugh is- around with me before. Um, <laughs> I think he's scrap metal that maybe you mould him, but I-, I can't sit here and say that guy's a
1: solid player. No, I think he'll be scrap as well. Cool name, uh, but I just don't know where he would fit because there's so many players on the defensive line. Um, he's probably behind Mondo, really. So scrap at the moment. Um, what about Chris Wormley? To
0: me, that's a solid player. I mean, he had—I think he had like six sacks last season or something. But like, to yeah. me, he's a solid player.
1: I don't think I, he's, he's ever going to be a star, I agree.
0: He's, I think he surpassed expectations that we've all had. Oh, I think
1: totally he's in the, the the second rotation of the defensive defensive line, so I think he'll be uh yeah solid player as well this year. Yeah, he had seven sacks, six tackles for a loss. Really, like that. that's just you're just so unnoticed. You don't you don't really think about that guy, do you? Well, he
0: I think Alex Highsmith only had six sacks, so that's like that's actually pretty decent.
1: Yeah, um, wow.
0: And I mean, 10 quarterback hits too. I, I think, you know, that's something that goes... A that is, that
1: is someone who, who I do not watch. I tell you, I just didn't really watch him last year. It was so, more focused on Hayward or TJ or someone you else. You know what he did you well
0: last year? He did well that I think... I mean, too, it's got rush moves and, and all the rest of it in the defensive line. But if you look at... Like, I think he had a sack in the Bills game. I can try and pull that up. But there's sacks that... And he, and he had one in the Ravens game, I think. But when you look at what he did... um last season there are games where he basically you could see hayward putting pressure on one side and then he was making the most of, of the move on the other side so he was kind of just really following through and doing his job and i thought that made a tr- tremendous difference and I, su- I thought that showed up um on tape a lot but anyway he's, we'll a, get cracking.
1: he's a perfect example of a sole player because he just showed yeah. me they had seven sacks that's what you need
0: yeah, 100%. Um, no, he didn't have a sack against the Bills. He had sacks against – he had one against Cleveland, two and a half against Baltimore. Yeah, one of those I remember. Hayward was press- pressuring on one side. It was It was in the – it was eight to ten yards out from our end zone. And, um, yeah, but anyway, I just I, – as you said, he's a solid – a really solid example of a solid player. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Speaking of a new solid player to the Steelers, what about Montrevious Adams?
1: I kind of like what he did last year near the end too. I know he had to fill in the, the role, and it was still pretty scratchy on the defensive line. But I think he can, he can also be a solid player behind uh, a lulu because we don't know if a is going to start all the time. But I think there's a a one rotation and there's a second rotation. He'll be he'll be a part of the second rotation. I reckon. Yeah, me the, too. Oh, solid. Yeah, solid.
0: Oh, if he's like your third depth or your second depth, like Ed, from a nose tackle perspective, that's solid, man. All right. What about the Davis brothers? I'm combining them together so we can crack through this list because we're only on the letter D. <laughs> and there's other defensive positions, um, but uh, the Davis brothers, to me, they're still both scrap metal. I think one of them might make this practice squad. I can't see either of them making the the fifty three at, at this point in time, given the names we've talked about
1: already. I don't know, Mark. What are your What are your thoughts? Maybe, maybe this year they'll fight each other. You know, so they'll fight each other for the for the spot, and uh, I think they'll be scrapped because look look at the players we are mentioning in front. There's just sometimes on these rosters, there's just no room. There's no room to be yeah. there. So I think they'll be scrapped and got to got to earn their spot. And it's just really hard to crack at least a top six that we've already mentioned.
0: The next guy on the list is definitely got some metal in him. He's one of the sons of Ironhead Haywood. Cameron Haywood. I feel dumb for even
1: asking this question,
0: Mark. Is Cameron Haywood a star, a solid player, he,
1: or scrap metal? He is the star and the leader of this of, of this defense right now. And his social media game is on fire. Like, the, the video he made the other day was amazing. So, star. Yeah, I, I, love, I love Cameron Haywood.
0: Um, that's why I've got the Cameron Haywood signed football behind my head. Um, He's 23 years already. old and
1: he looks about 50. So I always think he's I always think he's 20 years old yeah. and he's not. <laughs> he's the same I age. I tell you what
0: <laughs> sh- Cameron Haywood's surely going to be a coach. Surely they bring Cameron Haywood in to be a coach on this team.
1: Like Yeah, he's very vocal. Uh yeah, he was even coaching the fellas the other day during the drills. You see that? As if as if when
0: he retires he doesn't go in there and becomes a defensive line coach. Like He could be, if he if,
1: takes if, the if he stays with the Steelers that would be fantastic.
0: Mate, this guy's think like this like Karen Hayward is like, to me, he's going to take the Joe Green path. He's going to have like, you know, yeah, he's just going to be in there for everything. The next guy on the list is a guy called Trevin Mason, who's an undrafted rookie out of Arizona. Defensive tackle, 6'6", 305 pounds. This is the sort of guy I could see make the practice squad that shows stuff in OTAs um, or or training camp that not necessarily all of us see on tape, but the Steelers really like and look to try and develop. Um, Or he could just be nothing. He's definitely a definition of scrap metal, but something tells me this guy, you know, might be someone that we don't hear nothing of um moving forward. But do you know anything about Trevor Mason?
1: Not, not overly. All I know is that he's a he's a big unit and yeah, big kind of unit. like I, I hear six six and I'm like, let's go. You know, at least give him a chance to to you know bank up that line. But he's the kind of guy that you watch in the preseason, if he does make the through that far with the games and stuff like that, you go, Oh, who's that guy? You know, and you start to look at him. So, I think he'll be on the, on the practice squad, but I think it will be scrapped because it's just too hard, too hard to break into this D line at the moment.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, then we move on to Ulysses Gilbert, the uh, third. Now, he's listed as an inside linebacker. He's the only listed inside linebacker. I think everyone else falls on the middle linebacker category. I think we've seen enough from Ulysses Gilbert at this point. We know when he plays, he's a, definitely a fast guy, you know, particularly for a weight at 230. But this guy's not going to be a star. You know, it's the best, you know, the best abilities, availability or whatever it is that Mike Tomlin says. This guy's struggled with that. Surely this is, this is it. Like it's, it's scrap time as, as Sean Manahan says. I agree. And I think we said this last year, you could see him go to a different team, get picked up and play really well, but it's not happened at the Steelers at this point. So I'm, to me, he's scrap metal.
1: I agree with that. 100%. I yeah, scrap, scrap for, me, for me, for you, G3. I like that. Um, the
0: biggest piece of scrap metal on this roster right now is Marcus Allen. He's listed here as a linebacker. I do not like Marcus Allen. Everyone knows that. A waste of time. He's not going to be a good linebacker. He's not big enough. Yes, he can tackle, but he's not very fast. Get mm. this guy off the roster. I know they gave him a new deal. Get him off the roster. Cut him. It doesn't make sense. That's all it I, does. Re-
1: I reckon he's gonna be solid just to just to piss you off. Oh no, no, no not <laughs> solid. It's the type of solid love, that
0: comes out of one's behind when you go. I to the love basketball.
1: how much you dislike him. It's so great. Uh, I dislike
0: him. I think I dislike him more than I do the current the current bungles. Really? I know that sounds crazy to say because <laughs> I should support Steelers if they were in the jersey. But I don't support him. Um, wow, wow! Okay. And if there's one person that shouldn't be TikToking, it's him. Um, or oh, does he do like people are entitled to their own freedoms off the field? But like he need he needs. To does he do the team. old TikTok on the field? Does he? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Um, oh,
1: okay.
0: How about a another uh, divisive or controversial player? I should say, rather than divisive, <clears throat> is Devin Bush? Is he going to be solid or is he going to be a star this season? I think he
1: has to be a star. Like, there's so much pressure on the guys, isn't there? Yeah, 100%. Oh, boy. Like, people are just ready to He's got to be a star
0: for most people to see him <laughs> as being solid.
1: Yeah, exactly. Even if he does all these great things, I'll still be like, oh, he's terrible. Uh, the amount of times I go on the Facebook land, there's so many people just discounting him out, saying he's a bust. But he's coming I love back from, though. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna work in his favor. Yeah, I, I think he has a good year this year. I think. He, I think he's coming back from uh from the injury and just was really really slow last year. Couldn't cut in certain routes. Didn't want to be part of any tackles. I think bringing Miles Jack also boosts him up, and I think Miles Jack will wear the green dot, and that will help him out too. So I think he can be a star, but in our eyes, a lot of steel fans think he's scrap already. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he can
0: be a star too, and he needs to be a star, as you rightly pointed out. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned Miles Jack there, so I'm going to presume you think he's a star. Um, I think he's going to be a star as well. Oh, 100%. So we'll pivot to Alex Highsmith just because we've got to get through this list. This is a real challenge in for <laughs> about 45 minutes. Um, Alex Highsmith, star or solid player? Because he super, had a softer star. second year, um, but a lot more was asked of him.
1: I don't think people realize how, how 30, crazy 30, yeah. how crazy this defense is going to be. Miles Jack is going to a winning franchise. And now we have Brian Flores as their, uh, you know, linebacker's coach. Highsmith working with TJ Watt on the other side. Mm. What else do you need, people? This is going to be one of the best defenses, uh, I think, can, can really help us to win a championship and really help us win playoff games. This is going to be a cra- like, honestly, these fellas, if they get some good leadership from Flores, uh, who's really a head coach, this is, he's going to be a star player. Like, I, I would hope so. Now I've got my expectations too high. But what do you do? I'm a steel fan. <laughs> How about Buddy Johnson? I like him too. I actually like oh, you know, him. Solid if he gets if I, he gets time. I probably, I he middle linebacker is one of my favorite positions because he used to play it on Madden. But I, I kind of like Buddy Johnson too. Because I I think he's re- ready to go for, for year two. And they're gonna they'll probably give him more snaps as well. They might even interchange him with Bush if Bush isn't doing too well. So he might go in there. I think he can be solid. Yeah, awesome. Uh,
0: then we go, uh, yeah, I think mean, i said it can be solid. Tyree Johnson. Now he's a guy that like going into last year, some people thought I think even drafted as high as the third round. He went undrafted out of Texas A&M I think that's a steal for the Steelers. Um, you know, who knows? Hopefully he's a, he's a, a great, I, you know, option of a practice squad guy. I think he's scrap metal, but he's someone that I'm high on in terms of it, given the chance and the right coaching and he takes the right attitude. I think, he could, <laughs> I think he could be molded
1: into something new. Who? Yeah, I don't know who that is. So, uh, scrap for me. And Sean Manahan agrees with me. Well, this guy, I don't know. This guy is
0: TD Moultrie. Um, hopefully, stops the TDs. He's a linebacker. 253 pounds uh, out of Auburn. Six foot two. Looks like he might be a bit of a thumper.
1: To me, that's some scrap metal there. <laughs> Touch Touchdown Moultrie. We should get him on the show. You know? <laughs> I have no idea who that guy is either. It's but the, oh, I, wonder the if, I wonder if like he could change his name to have touchdown under Moultrie. <laughs> yeah, if we pay him a contract and he, he becomes a third member, you know, under the yeah. under, under us, I don't know. Uh, I'm not too sure who this bloke is, but it's still, I think we do, we need some depth the outside line like outside linebacker behind uh, Highsmith and TJ because who, who, who really behind those guys? I don't really know who's going to fit in those roles, maybe uh, Derek, but. Give the guy a chance, I guess. Um,
0: then Mark Robinson, uh, who we know the Steelers drafted in the seventh round. Um, what was that pick? Like 242 or something. Um, 5'11, 235 pounds He's- out of Mississippi. This is a guy yeah. that I think. Again, perfect definition of some scrap metal. But he's some scrap metal that you're looking at. Going, I'm liking the look oh, of yeah. this. We, we the, the, you know, the blow torches are out. We're starting to weld this thing into something good.
1: This dude is a is a good example too. Of like, he's just super fit that I've seen in some photos and some of the heights. I've seen him in his tackling skills and stuff like that. He looks like it looks to me like a stealer. So if he can go in there with with, um, if I think a lot of this too, if Devon Bush struggles, they may they may change him for someone else. So you never know who's going to f- fill that void. Could be Marcus Allen, you don't know. <laughs> That's it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> How about Delonte Scott out of SMU? I think he floated around the roster last year. Um, I think he I think he played cuz he had to cuz we had no one else in certain positions. I think there was a few times that he had to be on I'm not even sure if he did if he did anything. It was a game. Did he play versus the Chiefs? Did he struggle versus the Chiefs? He played against the Chiefs, really. I'm not, I'm not sure, oh, but I, I thought that he that he just was just put in there cuz we had no one else. We had Uh what's his name? Tusco. Right. Yeah, I don't I I think he was in there for I saw I saw a high number. Like is he 48? What is he? Yeah,
0: he's 46, I think. 48 stats. He played.
1: He's 50. Yeah, we saw him there last year, I think. I think for sure. He did Uh, play.
0: It just doesn't have sorry, I'm gonna try get these game logs up. It doesn't have the oh well, he played. Um, yeah, I
1: reckon he'll be scrap anyway. To, to anyway put that scrapped, yeah, yeah, agree. Yeah. What
0: about Robert Spillane?
1: Well, I think I think he's is easy the camp battle. If we want to talk about that, I think camp battle it's him versus buddy to in for that for that role behind Devin Bush. I think he can be solid, but we kind of know who Spillane is. We just know that he's a run down thumper and smashes Derrick Henry in the face, and we love that. But he gets beat on coverage, you know, quite easily sometimes. So yeah. we'll see if he can work with Miles Jack. But some but last year, what we saw was Schobert and Bush. Those two fellas did not want to tackle him at all. So I think he can, I think he can he can be solid.
0: Awesome. Um, sorry, I don't know what happened there? It was a storm. I said, "What about uh, T.J. Watt? Is this a scrap metal guy?"
1: Star. This dude. This dude is breaking the sack record this year, and I reckon he'll break it. I don't think the he year. will.
0: Nah. No. Oh, okay. My oh, sorry.
1: Record. No, the franchise one—the franchise sack record. Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> I not not, not the same. The other one is—I mm-hmm. don't
0: want to get expectations on the other one.
1: Franchise, hundred percent. The other one. Yeah, I franchise. Know. I reckon he breaks it the Saints, <laughs> the Saints game. I was like, "What are you talking about? He's only nine away." Uh, this this TJ Ward is ready to win, and he and he kind of has to be. I think if mm-hmm. we talk about uh, you know Coach Tomlin not using their talent, I would be more upset not winning games with TJ Ward than I would be Antonio Brown. Because this guy a great. is a freak. 100% agree.
0: He's a freak. 100% agree. Um, what? I'm wearing the number jersey, the, the shirt right now. That's all I can say. Um, there's your favorite player that you have a jersey of, but he's actually listed as a long snap and not a middle linebacker. Um, so we're not going to talk about him. Sorry, Mark. Um, <laughs> solid. He's a <laughs> solid. starts with Christian. Anyway. Um, let's move on to Donovan Jeter. No, he's the only listed nose tackle on this roster. Six foot three, 325 pounds, undrafted rookie out of, um, Michigan.
1: Look, man, no idea who that is. Scrap. Prove, prove it to me that this guy's good and go win. I don't know who he is.
0: see it. I think someone put in the live chat and there are other live chats. We'll get to those questions once we run through this roster, um, or this, this list. Um, but Sonia put says I think Mike Miles Ma- uh, Garrett is going to break it before TJ Watt both of them are going to be right there though. I don't think so. I I think to break that record you need pass rush on both sides and Clowney's not that guy. Um I I see the point and I'm not saying it's not impossible but I'm not, I'm not sure about that. Um okay, let's move to where are we? Um
1: what have you done, Maddie mate? Can you hear me? Yeah, you, you there? You lost your marbles. What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. My screen's just gone funny. <laughs> Do you want me to finish the list?
0: No, no, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I got right. it. Um sorry about that to so the listeners. Um outside linebacker they've got listed here uh is Janard Avery, what are your thoughts on him?
1: I know you I think a show I think, on I, Australia around this, so yeah, I, I think he can be a solid player. Uh, it's because we do need some depth behind TJ Watt and Heisman because look, I, you hear that? No more injuries, but when they do happen, there's no one behind these two fellas. So yeah, I think he's he a think solid he player at the Eagles, right? That's yeah, I, I, and, it, yeah, Eagles are uh, you know rough mentality too. He's a hard-hitting fellow too, really physical. So I, I like these guys who they're bringing in. It just depends if we just need some good play out of behind TJ when they get, you know what I'm saying, a bit bit tired or, or they can't, you know. And uh Sean Manahan brings it up there, the injury, right? Yeah. If you well you haven't got that, then we don't win, we don't win the games because we haven't got the star player. But I think he can be sold.
0: Yeah, I think he'll be a solid player too. Um all right. What about Derek Tutskar? Tutskar, whatever, however you want to pronounce his name. Um,
1: he he had a pretty good year. I think near the end of the year as well. I yeah. Think he, I think I think he struggled yeah. at the start, or he didn't. Uh, I think he got he got a few sacks last year too. I could see him being behind as also. I could see it being Jannard, Avery, and then uh, I can't pronounce his name every single time. Number forty eight. That will do. He'll be behind the uh, high swift as well.
0: Yeah. I think he can be a. I think he's a piece of scrap metal that we're starting to really mold. Um, okay, just going through this list. I mean, you can almost say Punt is a defensive player. All right, now we get to the safeties. We have to run through these really quickly. <laughs> uh, or well, we're gonna have a real problem here. That's that's the only position. I'm just checking that we've got left. Um, all right, let's do quick fire. You ready, Mark? This is gonna be rapid. Yeah, right. Terrell Edmonds, star or solid. Oh,
1: star, 100 percent
0: Yeah, I think star as well. Minka Fitzpatrick. <laughs>
1: Star, 100%. This is a top 10 defense pushing five. 100%. I agree.
0: Carl uh, Joseph. Ooh,
1: solid depending where they play him or if they play him.
0: I'm going to say solid to scrap because I I think they've got other guys that I think they should focus on a bit more than him, but he's a really solid player for a practice squad. Um, Otherwise, he's scrap. Um, Demonte, Kazi, KZ, KZ.
1: Honestly, I don't know. I'm going to say Scrap because I don't know who he is that well. He came from Ooh. the Falcons.
0: I'm going to say Solid. I'm going to say Solid if they're playing right. Miles right. Killebrew.
1: I think he can be Solid because he does some really good things on special teams. Two punt blocks last year. Come on, man. Well, okay. This is I just good. want to bring
0: him up. Like have a 30-second debate. <laughs> like, from my perspective with Miles Killebrew, he does great stuff on special teams, more than what Marcus Allen does. He is a good tackler. He had that pump block. He weighs seven to ten pounds more than you know Marcus Allen. Like to me, I'd rather have him in a versatile role than keep Marcus Allen on this roster. And that just typifies the, you know, why Marcus Allen doesn't blow on the roster. Um well, all right, the last player is Donovan Steiner. Uh he's, he's a tall he's player right? around the team as well.
1: Yeah, I think he's he's the one who I think did well in preseason. I think he got he got the pick in preseason last year. He's a real tall fella, isn't he? Uh he's only six two. Yeah. Well, I think I think he got the, yeah. the pick last year. I think he'll be scrapped a solid, probably the practice guy. But um, yeah, we'll see him in preseason this year again. We'll get all crazy about him, then he won't make the team. <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> Saurdies, <laughs> you know.
0: Well, that's the full list of Steelers defense by Woo! stars to trap metal. I don't know how we got there. Um, there were a couple of questions that all I think right. you can go quick fire through if you want, Mark. Before we'll we close see you guys.
1: We'll see you guys in September. That's all we have.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian Brown, um, do you guys think the guy from England or Austin will be the kick return man? I think it depends, but I'd like to see Austin take a few as well and split it. But yeah, Gunnar Oshesky was brought in for a reason. But Exactly. They'll know. start
1: him first and then they'll give Austin a bit of a go too, but I wouldn't mind seeing both. You put two back there.
0: I like that. I like that. Um, Sean Manahan <laughs> said hydrate with vodka before and during every game. That's it. His vodka drinker put in the live chat, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It's great. Yeah. Um, And then there was another final question was from Dallas um, Quinley and that was uh, what's the weakest link left tackle, right take tackle or left guard. I don't think it's left guard. I think it's, I think it's tackle. I think we need it. I, I would prefer to have a better talented or experienced tackle on this roster. Um, than what we've got by some of the guys behind there. But, Mark, do you have a view on this one? Because you, hard... you were very critical of, you know, Kevin Dotson last week.
1: Yeah, but it's such a hard question, I think, with, with knowing with the new offensive line and we haven't really seen him play. The, like, I want to see two weeks of play before I answer that question. You know what I'm saying? But did you know that TJ Watt eats scrap metal? <laughs>
0: I well, he eats Browns, he eats Bengals.
1: You know, he he's pills. gonna go off this year, guys. Think back, we have a good defense this year. Um, I'm so hyped about this. this is I'm more excited this year than any other year. That's what but you said, said last it. year. I know I say it every year, but look at the defense, <laughs> man. Look at it. TJ Watt, Cameron Hayward, Uluwalu's back. Oh, Miles Jack in the middle, Highsmith year three. Look at the defense, it's gonna be amazing, dude. We have a chance to go out there and rock Joe Bungle. Ooh.
0: Well, Sean Manahan's on the train, Mark. <laughs> Not in the luggage carriage. He's, the front. He's smoking the coals like I said I would a
1: year ago. 35, 35 sacks seven. for TJ. Let's, Let's go. To a cool game? Yeah. Wow. Let's go. 35 sacks and he probably still won't What's get the, the sack. record in, in
0: the game? Isn't it seven? Imagine if TJ Watt could get like seven.
1: Yeah. If we, if we, uh, I think they got, didn't they get seven versus Sean Watson one year?
0: No, no. I'm talking about TJ Watt getting seven. In, in a game. A single game, yeah. They could
1: get it, mate. They could just, you know. It was just, 14
0: sacks guess. from the Philadelphia Eagles against the Giants. He said he wants to
1: do better. He said he hasn't done – he hasn't reached his, like, potential yet. He wants to do more than what he's done. And this is the I point now. he's, he's reached it either,
0: to be honest. Mm.
1: He's, he's older, more physical. He's going to be out there. Knows the game better. He's more relaxed now, more confident. He's going to go out there. And that's why I think these Bengal fans, to end with this again, because they all think they're going to win this game, 1-0. But you're going against TJ Watt, and he changes the whole game. I'm sorry, he does. I think Minka's going to get a pick six, or at least a pick in that game. Snowman knows it. (laughs) Like 100%, man, this defense is going to be crazy, and I can't wait. Because the the additions are just so awesome. And we haven't even talked about losing Joe Hayden. That's it. That's it. But with that,
0: that wraps up this week's Steelers. Touch down under. I'm Matty joined as always by my co-host, Marky D. Mark? Go Steelers!
1: Oh, how it rips me, but love makes me live for tomorrow. <laughs>